There comes a day in every man's life where he must admit that he was wrong. <laughs> and here is that day for me. Okay, I'm going to start with a little story first, a little embarrassing story. Hello, my name is Dan. <laughs> Welcome to Holy Spirit Soapbox. This is how I'm starting this off today. It's kind of weird, kind of unorthodox of us. But if it's your first time, welcome. Welcome here. We're happy to have you. We pray for you. And we pray that you can always comment and, and let us know how how this is blessing you, how this podcast is blessing you. If it's not your first time here, welcome back. It's me again. Okay, here we go. I was wrong. And I'm going to admit to that mistake. But here's the story. Okay, here's one of the stories to set us set the table here. So I remember there was like this embarrassing moment a little while back, maybe a couple years ago. So we used to have a board game night with some friends. And this night was Trivial Pursuit. Now, Trivial Pursuit is basically just all like trivia questions, right? You have teams and you try to answer them correctly and you try to move across the board and all this fun stuff. It's a really fun game. Now, I forget the exact question, but I was certain, certain that Africa was a country and a continent. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I, I was certain that it was, it was both a country and a continent, that the countries, it didn't have countries inside of it. I don't know why I felt like that. I don't know why I thought that was fact. And Stacy and I actually went to Africa. This was like a year or two later or something at this point. So we hadn't gotten there yet. Okay, but but I was so certain. I was so certain that I'm like, no, I know it. And I was arguing with somebody like and that confidence that I had led other people to, to believe the same thing, I'm sure. Right. But there was one that really doubted me. And I again, I argued with him. I was like, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. By the way, folks, it's not a fact. <laughs> OK, I was wrong there. For, for those that, that don't know, Africa is a continent that has a lot of other countries inside of it. Whoops. Uh, sorry. But I was so certain. Okay, so naturally, now, in the 20... It was like somewhere in the 2010s. I forget exactly what year it was. We can Google stuff. So we did. And guess what? I was wrong. So I had to hang my head in shame. I had to, and I said, whoops, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. And the others are really great sports about it, right? They had mercy on me, but but I was still, like, embarrassed. And I was like, wow, that was stupid. Now, this is a silly story, and I was wrong. But it really kind of didn't matter. I mean, if we all went along thinking that and believing that until we actually Googled it or visited Africa, you know, it's... We're going to look stupid to other people, maybe. You know, we'll look uneducated. But that's really about it. Okay? Now, what happens if what I was wrong about had repercussions that literally has to do with, like, life and death? Literal life and death. Eternal life and death. This happened to me with religion. Now, I grew up in legalism. Okay, I, I came from a religious background. It was a denomination of Christianity. Christian religions that were just that is what I kind of fell into. They were just that. They were religious. These tasks, these check boxes, these things to do or else. 
Now, if I ate the wrong type of meat, I was unclean. If I rested in Christ on the wrong day, I was sinful. First, it was exhausting. And second, it was just not biblical. But not only did I put the burden on myself, I put it on Stacy and other people around me. And same with her. She came from a legalistic background too. So her thoughts of what her denomination was following and that she had to do whenever she walked into a church or that she had to pray and and whatever rubbed off on me too. So we kind of went back and forth on this. But what, what it did was it put this annoying strain on people and made them turn their backs to God even more than they already were. It was awful. It was awful. And, and although like God has blessed us with an opportunity now to bless you listeners everywhere with, with truth, with wisdom, and the love of God, I did the exact opposite for many years, like for many, many, many years. So I, I really want to read Romans 14 for you, but, but it's a really long chapter, okay, where, where Paul, who's writing to the Roman believers that were primarily Gentiles and, and the minority was Jewish, he was, he was writing to them because they were quarreling or they were fighting, they were bickering about what people can or can't eat, as well as like what holy days to follow and what things to do in this or that situation. These religious activities, these check boxes to, to make it or break it, essentially, to go to heaven or to not go to heaven. And Paul isn't really going one way or the other here, but he does explain that we are free in Christ and all food is good. But the point of this letter is to say, stop fighting about unnecessary things. They're not worth it. They're worldly things. Stop fighting about them. It, it brings a lack of peace amongst like everybody in the church and outside the church. Things like food or holy days or days in general and, and other individual actions or items are to be between them, the person, the individual, and God and not to be passed as judgments or stumbling blocks for other people. Now, I remember Stacy and I, we would go to like places for dinner, whether it be out at a restaurant or be at people's houses or whatever. And if there was something like pork, I, we couldn't eat pork or I couldn't eat pork and I made Stacy not eat pork. But well, I didn't make her, but I kind of told her here, look in the Bible. This is what it says. And then she stopped eating pork too. But we, we would go to a restaurant and we'd send back our, back our food. If we didn't know that there was like bacon bits or something in it, we'd send back our food or we'd just not eat it. Even if it was given to us, like out of love, somebody cooked it for us. And then when we went to Africa, I remember going to somebody's house for a meal. It was so nice of this couple that we met there. I missed them so much. Anyway, really great people. They had us over for dinner. They cooked us dinner, but they had this um, pork appetizer or something, I remember. And I ate one. And I just felt like I felt like horrible about it. I felt like, oh, no, I'm unclean now. And then Stacy didn't have one at all. They gave they cooked that for us. They first invited us into their homes. I mean, these are we're two complete strangers from the United States in their country, in their on their continent, in Africa, in their home. 
And they cooked us out of love and just trying to be nice to us because they knew we weren't from there. Cooked us this unbelievable meal, first of all. And we were just like, I mean, we didn't do it in front of them, but we were just kind of to ourselves like, oh, that's pork. Oh, we can't do that. We shouldn't eat that. That's not good. It, it was crazy. But at the same time, hey, you know what? What Paul is saying here is, hey, if, if you don't want to eat certain things, if you don't want to drink certain things, if you don't want to do certain things, you don't have to do it. There's nothing wrong with not doing it too. There's nothing wrong with doing it. There's nothing wrong with not doing it. But if I was to be like, oh, is that pork? Oh, is that something that I don't want to eat even though I'm free to do so? Or if that's something I don't want to do, like, no, get that out of my face. Even if they gave it to us out of love and it was it's food, you know, it's or something and I made a stink about it. And first of all, these people that invited us into their home in Africa were Christians as well. We actually found that out. But if we had said something like, hey, you shouldn't eat pork. You shouldn't be eating this stuff. You shouldn't be doing this stuff. They might have maybe accepted that and been like, oh, okay, why? And then we could talk about it. Or maybe it could have caused them to stumble. It could have caused them to focus on the stuff versus focusing on Christ. Now, a few weeks ago during the sermon that I did at Greenhouse Community Church, we talked about Jesus giving taxes when he didn't need to. Now, again, this was a foreshadowing of paying a payment to rescue all humans. But the other portion is the stumbling block. If Jesus didn't ask Peter to to pay taxes from that fish's mouth at the end of Matthew 17, the focus would have come off of him, off of Jesus, and onto the money and the tax portion for the tax collectors and the people watching. It would have been an actionable item that people were looking at, a specific action. It could have started a whole new campaign against paying taxes. It would have been the religion of Christianity that branched a denomination of not paying taxes. right? It could have ended that way or continued that way instead of the focus on following Jesus. It would just be another arguing point instead of looking to God and hearing directly from him. That's the difference here. You don't want to eat pork. You don't want to eat this. You don't want to drink alcohol. You don't want to do that stuff. Great. Don't do it. If that's what you feel, if that's what you feel is good for you, because you know, you're talking to God, you prayed about it, you read the Bible or whatever. Great. If you do want to eat it, great. You do want to drink. Great. What a, go ahead. But once we start passing judgments on each other about that stuff, now we're taking the focus off something. We're taking the focus off of Jesus and we're placing it on these actions, these specific things that honestly, in the end, don't really matter. I'm sorry to say, yes, if you drink too much alcohol, okay, there's, if you acquire a dependency on one of these things, yeah, that's a problem. If you even have a dependency on gluttony and food and these, oh, well, that's weird to say. We all have a dependency on food, but overeating or doing something that you're, you know, you have to have it type of thing or else you're miserable and you have no joy and you have no peace and you have no happiness or whatever. Okay, now we're running into an issue. But listen, following Christ is the, that's the thing we need to do. And that's the thing we can't take our eyes off of. But when we start putting these stumbling blocks, these li- these other things, and passing judgment upon people because of these things, 
You're taking the sights off Jesus for them and you. This is what Paul is saying. And I was on that I was on that side of causing people to stumble. So many people that might have been on this fence about following Christ, maybe the people in our lives, our family, our friends or whatever, they're like, yeah, maybe there's something to following God. They could have just been completely shut off and turned off because Stacy and I followed rules instead of Christ. They could have been like, why so many rules? Why can't I eat bacon? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? I was checking boxes and I was telling people you got to check boxes or else. And again, if you choose to do this or not to do this, whatever, that's fine. That's between you and God. I mean, I honestly still don't partake in certain things because I'm health conscious or because I, do, I feel like I just don't need it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go out of my way to eat this or to do this. I don't need it. You know, I like to run. I like to stay healthy. So I'm not going to indulge in certain things or whatever. That's fine. Okay. If you came to this episode or at this point in this episode, if you're thinking that you're like, okay, what can I eat or what can't I eat? And that's what you're looking for. You're missing the point. Can I drink or can I not drink? You're missing the point. You're missing the entire point. It's not about what you can and can't do. That was never what Christ was about and is about. It was never about what you can and can't do or that you should do this to make yourself elevated, to make yourself to make yourself look better in the eyes of God. That's not what it whatever it was. All right? But if something that I don't do and I put the blame on God. That's what I was doing when I was like, well, I can't eat this because God doesn't want me to eat it. That puts the blame on God. How does that project the kingdom going forward? How does that make God look to other people and me? Right? So now my final confession on this episode once again is, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Following Jesus is not a box-checking task. It's not praying to a certain statue or it's not praying in a certain specific place, or doing hand gestures, or kneeling and doing all these things to gain his love. It's not denying certain things, because if not, I'll go to hell. It's understanding why we do or don't do these things. It's following Jesus Christ. I focused on the actions and not my heart and heart. I focused on giving power to myself to save me. Do this or else, Dan. Instead of accepting the gift of mercy and grace from Christ and loving him so much that I listen to God to understand what is bad for me and then get the focus off of myself and then onto others to help participate with God. So if anyone was or still is confused because of my actions, I was wrong and I'm sorry. And the love of God is much different than what I portrayed as a person of religion and not a person of Christ. Now, your verses to meditate on is the entire Bible. No, I'm just kidding. Well, kind of. It's Romans chapter 14, the whole chapter. I want you to read through that and, and let me know what you think. Pray to God. Meditate on it. Ask God. If you're stuck right now, I don't want to say if you're stuck in religion. If you're stuck thinking you have boxes to check to, to get God or Christ to love you more. It's time to reevaluate. I'm being real. 
I'm going to be very real with you. Okay? Focus here on Romans 14. Focus on what Paul is saying. The opposite also occurs where if you're not willing to give up something God says is not good for you, your heart also needs adjustment. So, we... It was the complete opposite with some people I talked to. Like, well, they really tried hard to fight to keep that thing that they wanted to do so bad. Something that they really... And they made excuses to keep whatever it was. The point of this episode is not to say yay or nay. Or we can do whatever we want. Okay? It, it's more of a focus it was it was my focus was on saving myself with deeds and tasks which was wrong which made jesus's death and resurrection totally in vain and totally discounted that's what that means this is the point of this episode we'd love to hear from you let me know your thoughts on all this i have a few deep digging questions for you here we go you can't leave without these right here we go number 1 How has religion affected your life? Number two, in what ways can you avoid creating stumbling blocks for others who may not be believers or are new to following Christ? In what ways can you avoid creating stumbling blocks for others who may not be believers or are new to following Christ? And then question three, how can you better follow Christ to help participate with the Spirit to reflect His kingdom in sovereignty. Thank you once again. Here we are. I never thought I'd be on my own podcast, (laughs) well, God's podcast, but my own podcast, saying I was wrong to many, many listeners, hundreds and thousands of listeners. I never thought that, but that's okay. This is why we're here. I'm a human too. We're all humans, and we make mistakes. Now, I just pray that everybody feels the mercy and grace from Jesus Christ. And if you have these issues with religion, I understand. Because I had an issue with religion, too. I'm not a religious person. I'm a Christ follower. And that is my identity, which is coming soon. We're going to have the identity series. You're going to love it. I promise. It's going to be a whole new level in in our faith and it's it's just blows me away every time i i read and reread it and read the scriptures along with it it's just it's intense okay so it's coming soon i want to pray over everybody now so if you could take your prayer posture whatever it looks like whatever helps remind you of god right remind you that you're talking to the sovereign god take that posture now if it's safe to do so and let's talk to him Our Father in heaven, we thank you for being holy. We thank you for showing us who to be. Showing us that everything that Christ did for us was not in vain. That it was for us and it was for you. It was to glorify you. To show how holy you are and how amazing you are and how much control you have. And and that we can't do any of these things to save ourselves. We can only be glorified in Jesus Christ. And that's it. And we know this now. And we thank you. And we want to feel that, Lord Father. We want to feel that today. And feel that going forward. We ask that you continue to to hammer that into us. Hammer that into our 
our hardened hearts and do that with the word so that we can continue to hear everything we need to hear. And we pray that we, every time we want to stray and try to save ourselves on our own faith, that you bring us right back to you. Lord, Father, send your spirit to work in all of us. We thank you and I pray over everybody that listens and I want them to know that they're blessed. I want them to know that they're loved by the creator of the universe. I thank you so much and I pray all this in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. <laughs>